Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Bang. Back with the best podcast out right now. You know who it is. Rare Talks. Um, today we're talking about if your son or your child your daughter turns into a gang is it the parents fault or is it the external influences as such as the friends now many people parents they don't like to take responsibility for their actions they like to blame everybody else except themselves so this one is going to be biased and non-biased or should I say it's going to be biased I am going to be biased so I'm saying from my view, from what I saw growing up, me personally, parents play a big role in your child joining a gang. Your child doing road is so dependent on the parents, it's unbelievable. Say for instance, I'll give you an example. Say for instance, me and my mum, yeah, we was younger, you know what I'm saying? We wasn't poor, but we was poor. I don't know if that makes any sense to people. We wasn't poor, but we was poor. We didn't go without food and shelter and heat and all that. But we was poor in that we couldn't get the things that we generally wanted in life. And everyone else had them things because that's just the way it was. So in my mind, seeing my mum poor, seeing my mum poverty, said I need to stand on my own two feet. Now I'm only 13, 14. Now remember, there is external influences like friends and people around you that don't really have any hope so they're just like yeah let's just do whatever but at the same time seeing my mum in that situation of like always trying to win like always trying to get food for us and always saying how hard she's working and seeing how hard she's working made me think I don't want to put no stress on my mum so I'm going to go and do what I got to do yeah I'm not going to ask my mum for a phone guess what I'm going to go and take a phone I ain't going to ask my mum for new trainers I'm going to go buy my own trainers I'm going to sell drugs and get my money to do this and because I saw that it became the norm to me doing all the crime because the crime didn't we didn't just do crime for the sake of doing crime we done crime to get what we wanted see people don't understand there's always an objective to get the things that you've always desired but what happens when you want a 15 grand rollie you're going to have to increase in your crime you're going to have to do more crime now with great crime comes great risk and with great risk come great rewards they say that in the business world. I understand that now. 
when I was younger, it was freedom we was risking. And we did not care. We was young. You know, so I look at it like my mum tried really hard, but then like when I look at my friends around me, it was even worse because they came from like single parent I didn't come from a single household. But other friends came from single mother households. So imagine I'm on the area with like bare my friends and they all come from none of them got dads. You know what I'm saying? Um so it was um they were trying to be the man of the household and by trying to be the man of the household they have to provide but they're not providing and saying yo mum here's 100 bags they're just providing for themselves so mum doesn't ever have to worry about me does that make sense so mum don't have to worry about buying me trains mum don't have to stress because we're stressing mummy out you know what I'm saying and this is what leads a lot of kids to get into a lot of stuff gangs violence because it all starts from stems from somewhere you know people start off trying to get money but then when you're getting money it comes enemies you know and then you have other things that are happening around you and then that leads you to join a, not even join a gang because remember what I was saying in episode one about a gang is that a gang is not a gang it's not something that people get together and say yeah we're going to make a gang today no it's not like that it's like people from the same area they're all friends um and then they start doing little things together and then as they grow older like I said they need money to start funding their habits so if all of them are smoking weed and smoking spliffs how do we get money to smoke spliffs remember mummy's poor remember this mummy's poor but I've got an addiction my addiction is I need to smoke weed so how do I get money to, 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 buy, to, to fund my addiction I have to go and do crime and this is what a lot of interstate youths are just thinking inside of their minds so yeah I, I feel like the parents have a big role on this even though the, the parents not saying to the child you know go out and commit crime but they're encouraging it and how do you encourage it as a parent I'll give you a reason how you encourage it if you my mum used to see me come home in nice trainers my mum used to see me come home in nice jackets my mum used to see me come home and she knew she knew I had drugs in the house I knew she knew she didn't see it but I knew she knew it because weed stinks you know and wait a second how's my son got all this nice stuff buying bottles of Alizé buying all this like he's he's doing everything you know what I'm saying like my son's got like a gold like because back in the day I'm not going to lie to you I was grinding hard for like 8 months because I wanted to buy a, a bracelet a gold bracelet it was like a big thing back in the day with me and my bro, my my era so like I went to buy a bracelet and I remember there was a gold shop where we used to and I used to always walk past it and it's always like one day I'm going to buy it and I remember it wasn't even that expensive it was like £250 but back in the day when you're 13, 14 £250 a lot of money you know like you just bang out so I was grinding for that you know what I'm saying and like I said um, before the older you he manipulated me he made me start selling drugs for him by telling me oh your friends sell wheat your friends smoke weed you should supply them and I was thinking you know what you're right you know I should supply them so it was like that That was like my first contact of being manipulated he manipulated me and now I'm older I'm like right he's a prick he's a pussy bang him in his face you know what I'm saying he's a waste man if I see him now I have no respect for him you know what I'm saying like I told you on the the first episode he, he pulled out a gun on me and that was the first time I ever saw a gun in my life I was about 13, 14 years old he pulled a gun out on me and you get any trouble I'm going to shoot them and I was thinking it's waste man I was actually thinking that in my head I'm going to rob him 
You know what I'm saying? Because I wanted that gun for myself so I could be with my friends, be cool. You know what I'm saying? And the second time I saw a gun is when a few more late, years later, can't say the person's name, but the person was in my family and they brought a gun home and said, can you hold this? And I pull it under my bed. And this is when I knew guns weren't a joke because, you know, in the movies, they make it look soft. Like, hey, like this gun was heavy, like very, very heavy. So in my hand, it was weighing me down. And I was like, bro, how do you shoot something like this? It's so heavy. My little skinny arms. I swear I was skinny them times. I was so skinny. I was thinking, how can someone hold this and aim it? It's so heavy. And I remember I went to school the next day and I had a little bop in my walk. You know what I'm saying? I was, you know, listening to that two-pack. Like, yeah, yeah, fuck life, you know? <laughs> so the external factors anyway, back to what I'm saying is the parents play a big role in the kid's crime, in the kid's life. Because you as a parent, you see your children coming home late, you know, hanging out with friends coming home with nice stuff but you're not asking questions like I always had the nicest phone when I was younger that was my style and that's because I was robbing my Chinese friends at school you know shout out to Mei Ling you're my dog I, look anything I'd done in my life for crime I just want you to know yeah like forgive me innit because it was never personal I was just I was young innit that's what it was like I want everyone to understand this like don't I don't want man to watch this and think right I'm trying to take the mick if I robbed you when I was younger and we was friends, I didn't rob you. I was desperate, bro. So I needed to do what I had to do. But yeah, hold tight, Ling and Leslie. Yeah, you man were real. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is mum saw me with all these nice phones coming home with all this nice stuff. She never asked me. But then I got smart. So when my mum used to ask me, like, yeah, my girl bought that for me. Oh, my girl bought that for me. Oh, my girl bought that for me. How much times are you going to listen to me say my girl bought it for me? And you know I'm cheating on my girl and I broke up with her. So how you know? Do you know that make sense? It don't make sense. So parents know that their child's committing crime, but they're happy with it because it takes a load off their back. But then, all right, the flip side to it now, first time I got nicked, listen to this. We're in the area now. We're in my area. My friends just went and stolen a ped. So, like, he's giving everyone a goal. So I'm like, where my goal, my goal. So I've got a goal now. Right oh, blowing down the hill. Oh my days, I'm sick. Turn around, blew up the hill. Then I'm on the ped, yeah, and I'm moving catty, innit? I'm moving catty. Like, I want to ride it again. Like, man's like, give me a go, give me a go. I'm like, nah, I want to ride it again. Let me ride it up the hill. The man said, look, boy, them. Then I'm thinking, man, I'm trying to get me off the ped. I look back. I see two police officers. I said, oh, no. So I tried to blow, and they kind of grabbed me. So I, I was done. So I got nicked anyway. They had me, like, shuffled up. All the men were like, they're like, whose ped is this? Who stole the ped? And I remember I was like, I don't know, I don't know. And then guess what happened? After, my mum was going to work, and she was walking through the ends. Listen to this walking through the ends and then my mum looked at me and saw me getting nicked my mum saw me getting nicked bruv I was so scared I was young them times I was so scared anyway I got nicked for some dumb stuff and I was like oh man and my mum was walking and you know what my heart dropped when I saw my mum because obviously man does crime man's man is scared but I just I didn't want my mum to see me in cuffs no, because I know it's going to break her heart. You know what I'm saying? Because my mum loves man. So, it's kind of deep. You know, when you really think about it, it's, it's really deep. So, um, yeah, I feel like parents do have a big role 
in um if their child's committing crime or turn to the roads you know you've definitely failed as a parent I, I i would have to say you've definitely failed in a certain aspect of a parent if your child gets shot or gets stabbed and he dies yeah you can say the person the perpetrator done it but then you you pay the role because you weren't paying attention to certain signs and i give you the signs that you weren't paying attention you weren't paying attention to you know your son's getting blood on his clothes you know what i'm saying because if i get shot or stabbed nine out of ten times nine nine out of ten times i was involved in something i shouldn't have been of that's the truth i don't care what any of you people say out there there's innocent killings yes yes but nine out of ten people that are getting smacked and slumped over and men are riding out for them they've done something even if they're on a track talking crud like yeah catch them up in bed yeah bruv you still done something you might think to some people watching this they be like but he really done was rap he didn't do anything yeah you think it's just that but you don't understand that if you the way you're thinking when you're younger is if you're with the ops you are a op done so your life is the same as your friend's life and I'll take his life to make an example out of you and that's how it is when you're on the roads there's no really morals like that you know what I'm saying anything to destroy the other side you know it's it's, it's like the art of war you know a lot of us we're, we're, we don't know that we've been programmed to things and we're just we're living the art of war you know what I'm saying destroy your enemy by any means you know what I'm saying and wait if I have to take out his bridge and I take out his bridge and I don't really care at least we've got someone it's even worse than now because I heard like young kids saying they take out civilians so they'll lick down a civilian so like some innocent youth just walking through the ends he was like oh and he's gone but that's like I said 9 out of 10 times ops are riding for ops I'm looking for the one who done me something or I'm looking for his brethren because he was there if you was there you're part of the gang you're part of the, you're part of it and you're getting you're getting done as well so like I said the kids the parents do have a role in their child's hitting the roads no doubt and you can sit here and live in denial and say oh, I raised you good I sent you to school but raising your child and sending them to school is not enough raising your child and sending them to school is not enough working two jobs so that you can pay the bills and pay the light that's not enough and that's where the problem in, the, in, in our community goes that the, the mother is so working so hard that the child's getting left neglected and that child's turning to external senses and I'll give you another example like and this is not even about like any gang stuff or nothing this is just about a girl like there was a girl in the hood and her mum neglected her and she became a hoe you know she was fucking everyone and doing the most you know what I'm saying and the reason why she was doing that is because she was lonely you know what I'm saying like when you really talk to her on the level because I used to talk to the hoes on the level don't ask me why I used to have a little heart back in the day I used to talk to the hoes on the level I used to be like why are you like this and they'd be like yeah my, my auntie like used to bring men in the house to sleep with me and I'd be like whoa I said where's your mum she's like my mum kicked me out when I was 13 she wanted to be of a be of a man and obviously the man must have tried to move to me and I told my mum and she said she told me to get out I was like whoa that's kind of messed up like just hearing that story just that part whether it's true or not I don't even have a clue but just hearing that I'm like whoa your life is I'm looking at my life like it's bad I'm like this girl's life is messed so who put her to the streets her mum you really go back her auntie was using her 
but her mum put her in that vulnerable position. Does that make sense? So yeah, her mum put her out on the street. So she was out on the street. And obviously, even my brother, like my big brother Shamar, like my mum kicked him out when he was younger. I never forget this. Don got kicked out when he was like 15, 14. I remember he was committing too much crime. He was doing too much, taking all kinds of stuff, doing drugs, doing everything. That guy was into everything. So my mum must have said, nah, bruv, you can't come to my yard, bruv. You've got to get out, change the locks on the door. i never forget, I was in the yard that day and I wanted to warn him, but he weren't answering his phone. Mum locked the doors, everything. That day he knocked on the back door and he's like, brother, please open up for me. <laughs> i never forget. And Don had bare stuff. Man, man had a TV. Man, man had perfume. Man had Pradas. Blood. I don't know how. And the funny thing is, he got locked out of the house on like Tuesday. I didn't see him till like, Sunday so Don was out there hard my brother my brother Shamar was out on the roads hard and I'm not going to blame mum because my mum I know she was doing it to protect us all in it because we're all a family in it and Shamar was doing a madness so I know she was trying to protect us but that made Shamar hit the roads hard boy that guy was out there he used to phone me and say hey I got a Playstation 4 yeah I got this yeah I got that Man used to call me at everything and then leave it at the back door for me. And I'd bust the back door, bring the goods in. Then you'd be like, yeah, I'm coming back for the goods in two days. Like, come back, life. So I'm young and I'm seeing my brother. And I'm, obviously, I know my brother's committing crime. But then like, I'll sit down and be like, like, you get bare stuff, bro. Like, I remember even, what perfume did he give me? Black opium. Black opium. What do you know about black opium? Old school perfume. Yeah, black opium. Um, Jean Paul Gaultier. Jean Paul Gaultier, he gave me Jean Paul Gaultier, I slapped it on, yeah, put his Pradas on and went to school, yeah, eight, yeah, ten or eleven. All the girls were like, oh, you're so nice. I was like, yeah, dad, no. <laughs> These guys, they don't know my brother's a bloody flipping criminal, bro. This guy's been committing all kinds of crimes. Then eventually, he got nicked and he went to jail. I'll never forget that. I was young, young, young when he went to jail. I don't really remember it too much. I remember my brother went to jail. My mom was sad. Ah, my son, my son. Me raised my son to be good. And I'm going to jail. But mom didn't understand that he was committing crime because you kicked him out, mom. You know what I'm saying? Um, then he got his little hostel. And then, mm, yeah, it is where it is. But, so I see things like that. And I see a lot of my other friends' moms kick them out as well. You know what I'm saying? My brother's mom was an alcoholic. You know what I'm saying? So, it was peak. Man go to his house and that. Um... And his mum's drunk. You know what I'm saying? So he didn't want to be in his yard. So him being out of us was like a relief. So we're all out because his mum's an alcoholic. So we're all out on the ends. You know what I'm saying? And it's late. But Don's not even going home. He's just chilling. And then we're like, yeah, you're going to go home. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go home. He would always go home in the night. I never forget my bridge. And he would always go home in the night. Because through the day, certain times, I'd be like, my mum would call me, be like, yeah, this food. So I'll, I'll be like, yeah, you, man, I'm gone. So I'll blow home, eat food. And I might not have come up for the next two, three days because I've gone to school. This is how young I was. I was going to school and stuff. But like, certain another man, it's like, I'll come back on the block three days later and my man's still on the block and he's on the same clothes. I'm like, right, he ain't even gone home. You know what I'm saying? So think about his house was so messed up that that led him to make, commit crime. So yes, his mum was a part of his journey of crime. That makes sense. So yeah, I, I say, and this is my personal opinion, that the parents have a big role on the child committing crime. Yeah. It does have other um, external factors like your friends. But your friends... Your friends, yeah. And, and sometimes your parents can't pick your friends for you. You know what I'm saying? 
And a lot of parents, they, the mistake they make, yeah, and every parent out there, I hope you listen to this, stop trying to pick your child's friends. Your child will pick whoever their heart goes to. You cannot pick your child's friends. Trust me. My mum and my dad, yeah, used to try and tell me I can't be friends with my friend there, yeah. I'll never forget this, bro. And I'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, I'm not good. I'm not come from good family. And I'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, bruv, no word of a lie, yeah. When that door's... My dad used to lock me in the yard, yeah, and try to double lock the door so I couldn't get out, yeah. Because he knew when he went out, I'm on the roads with my friends. Man will climb through the window and go be with my friends. I climbed through the window. There was my flipping friend. And even though my parents said he was bad, the more that they told me not to be around him, the more I wanted to be around him. As I got older, I started seeing there was really bad. <laughs> there, you was a really bad you. I love you, but you're a bad you. You're a bad, bad you, but I love you. You're good. You're, you're my brethren, but you're a bad you. You're a badass. But obviously, um, my parents trying to tell me that when I was younger, he was my friend because he had my back. He was committing crime with me. He was getting gal with me. He was doing everything that a friend does. You know what I'm saying? He had my back all the time. No one could chat rubbish to me. Even if man was chatting rubbish in like our crew, they would be like, darn, no chat shit about that. He was my brethren until everything went pear shaped. He was my brethren. So, you know what I'm saying? That's why I got love for him and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So, don't pick your children's friends. Teach your children how to make friends. Listen close to this. I'm dropping a gem on you. It's gem time. Don't teach your kids. Don't tell your kids who to be friends with. Teach them from young how to make proper friends. Yeah. Because you trying too late and they're already thinking the person's their friend. You cannot stop me from being his friend because he's my friend. If I call him up, he comes down to my school and he backs me for beef. You lot ain't backing me for no beef. That's my dog. Regardless of what any of you lot say, that's my dog. So, yeah, just just know that, you know, that's my real friend. So, teach your children what kind of people are bad and good. So, they learn themselves. So, I can differentiate. He ain't even no good because he's a bad man. You, and he's like this and he's like that. Does it make sense? That's how you do it. But, yeah. So, don't teach your children. Don't tell your children who their friends are. Teach them from young how to make proper friends. That's the one right there. But anyway, we're going to see you again for another episode. Hope you enjoyed this one. Um, leave some like, comment, subscribe. And tell me what you think. What, what's you, Is it the parents' fault or the child's fault? Leave it in the comment section down below. Kaya. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 